my friend, are you dealing with a runaway brain? I mean, a brain that is on overload, the ruminating thoughts are driving you crazy, and you feel like you're losing your mind? Well, your mind is probably dealing with a huge component of betrayal trauma that has rewired it and caused it to run amok. And I'm going to tell you how to get it back under control on Beauty Beyond Betrayal's episode today, so stay tuned. Hey beautiful, welcome to Beauty Beyond Betrayal. Have you discovered your husband's been having an affair? Do you just want the pain to stop and be able to take a deep breath again? Do you find yourself up late at night googling how to save your marriage, heal from an affair? Do you wake up with the hope that this nightmare would end only to feel crushed and humiliated because your husband acts like the affair was really your fault and now you're left obsessing with where he is and if he's seeing her again? Hey, I'm Lisa. I too was devastated when I discovered my husband was having an affair. I too felt the pain would never end and wished he would just stop the affair and we could restore our marriage. I wanted the weight of the trauma to be lifted so I could breathe again and be able to have someone, anyone help me climb out of the dark, miry pit of despair so I could begin to heal and be confident in me again. But I kept telling myself, He won't stop seeing her. Must have been my fault. And this pain, it'll never go away. Until I found hope and healing in Christ, along with simple techniques that helped me to learn how to recover from the betrayal. In this podcast, you'll discover what betrayal trauma really is, learn simple techniques to heal and recover, and get biblical guidance to help you make the right choices as you heal from the affair so you can be free from the heartbreak and the pain, and rise in confidence once again to be the woman God created you to be. So beautiful, grab your favorite latte or a glass of wine, snuggle up on the couch and focus on yourself for a few minutes. Let's dive into what it really means to rise up from the ashes of betrayal and loss into a life that you really desire. Thanks for being here today, beautiful. I'm glad you are. You know, we are right in the middle of the holiday season, and with that comes a lot of emotions. We can be extremely dysregulated during this time of year because of memories and triggers and all of those things. And one of the ways that it can hit us hard is in our brains. Our brains go on this emotional roller coaster ride that drives us absolutely nuts. And we wish we could just jump off and never, ever get on that ride again. It's because betrayal changes the way our brain functions. It begins to operate in a different way. You see, the fear center of the brain actually fires up and stays that way. And this creates a hypervigilance. It creates restlessness, anxiety, and even a sense of being on guard all the time. Now, I don't know about you, but I remember when I was in that stage during my first holiday, I was separated because of betrayal and it felt like I had the swords drawn all the time. I mean, I was on full alert and that's a hard place to be and it's a hard way to live because your body gets completely exhausted and so does your mind. You see, betrayal trauma makes you feel like you are actually losing your mind. And it puts you, again, on an emotional roller coaster, or even if you can picture it in your mind, 
those old fashioned, they used them to create trauma during World War II. And even before that, they called them stretching racks where they would put prisoners of war on and they would stretch and pull their bodies in opposite directions until they would beg for mercy. Well, betrayal trauma makes our brain feel that way. It kind of yanks your sense of security right out from under you, and it actually puts you in a state of an emotional freefall. And this is severely emotionally distressing. And if you've experienced it, you know what I'm talking about because it's truly life-altering. And many people, well, when you're trying to describe this to them, they probably look at you like you're crazy as well because unless they have actually gone down that road, they're not going to understand it. You know, if that's not enough, when betrayal occurs, your brain begins to operate, like I said, in that different way, and it feels like you can't reel it back in. It's almost like it's hanging off of a cliff, and you're trying to reel it back in the best way you can, but it's fighting you every step of the way. But beautiful, what I want you to understand today is this. We can actually rewire our brain. You heard me right. God created us in such a way that we can rewire our brains. You see, in Romans 12, 2, it says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Well, what in the world is that, Lisa? How do we renew our minds? Well, with techniques like the one that Craig Rochelle describes as the rewire principle. I don't know if you've ever listened to him before, but he wrote an amazing book called Winning the War in Your Mind. Winning the War in Your Mind. One of my favorite books to read on taking scripture and coupling it with the science of neuroplasticity, how we rewire the brains, and molding the two together. Because scripture and science can go together. Science actually points us to scripture, believe it or not. (laughs) So we take the two and meld them together, and we actually can take our brains and rewire them. So how do we do this? Well, I want to share this rewire principle with you today and give you two examples of what I've struggled with in the process of my recovery of betrayal trauma and tell you how I rewired my brain and when I'm triggered and yes sometimes it still happens though not as terribly as it used to but if it still happens today I have this technique in place that I can pop into gear and settle it down very, very quickly. So when I'm triggered by memories and ruminating thoughts, they can often lead me to a place of fear. And one of those places for me is that I'm not enough. Ladies, how many of you have felt that way because of the trauma due to betrayal? You found out that your husband had another, uh, he had an affair with another woman. She might have been a lot younger than you. Um, She might have had a completely different uh, body shape, hair color, whatever. But because of what you have found out, it has led you into the place of I'm not enough. Maybe it's even led you to a place of I'm not pretty enough. This marriage will never work. 
Will his change ever really last? It brings about all of these doubts and fears, right? This is what has happened to me over the course of the betrayal that I went through. I had all of these ruminating thoughts when triggered. And when this happened to me, I started researching how in the world can I rewire my brain because the Bible tells me that I can be renewed by the transforming of my mind. I mean, I, you know, my brain has changed when I became a child of God. It certainly can work through betrayal, right? Well, it did. So get out a pen and paper, beautiful, because I'm going to kind of lead you on the path to help you with this. So when this happens, when I enter into that place of fear about not being enough, I can either allow the ruminating thoughts to continue to control me, or I can create what's called a trench of truth. So where do I get this? Well, beautiful, you actually get it from the Bible. (laughs) Yep, you heard me right. God's word has everything we need inside of it. The The good news is, that the Bible speaks to all of our problems. So that means if you're dealing with fear, if you're dealing with I'm not enough, and and in a minute, one of my second ones that I'm dealing with, whatever the problem is, God's word gives us a truth that empowers us to break out of the old ruts of destruction, and it helps us to get onto a new path that leads to life. So what does the Bible say that applies directly to my fears and issues about betrayal, loneliness, fear, anger, etc.? Well, I want to share some of the verses that I came away with that I utilized in the rewiring process of my brain. One of the very first ones was 2 Corinthians 10, 3-5, and it says, Take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. Another was Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Another was Romans 12.2. Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Philippians 4.8. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. And finally, 1 John 4, 4, little children, you are from God and have overcome them, for he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Now, there's another one about casting my anxiety on him because he cares for me, and Psalm 147, 3, that he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Why am I sharing these verses with you? Because I went on a search for verses about fear, anxiety, brokenheartedness. And what I did from these verses is I put together what's called a declaration. What I am declaring to be true in my battle against the lies that I'm tempted to believe about betrayal, brokenheartedness, loneliness, etc. The goal of my declaration is to have it become my new neuropathway, my intentional dug trench of truth, so to speak. Kind of like this. I'll give you a picture. Let's say you're in an open wheat field and there's an old dirt path over to the side. This path to the left is dug deep 
but it's a dirt road and it looks very dismal. Well, that's where we usually run to with the negativity and all of the lies that we believe. It's an easier path that's dug deep in our brain because of the trauma. But in order to rewire the brain, we have to stop going down that pathway. We have to create a new neuropathway. And we do this by being intentional, using the Word of God and creating a declaration based upon His Word. And when we are triggered, when we are finding those thoughts are trying to take over, we go to this declaration We read it aloud, read it to ourselves as many times as we need to until it starts to formulate a brand new path in the brain or in that beautiful field that I'm talking about that we can now go down that leads to life instead of the death path. So here's my declaration based upon the scriptures that I just shared with you. I will not allow my mind to control me any longer. I take captive every thought and submit it to Christ, for I can do all things through Him because He's my strength when I am weak. I will not be conformed to think as the world does and how others tell me that I should, but I will have my mind transformed by God's Word. I will renew my mind daily and think on those things that are true, holy, pure, and trustworthy, for I am God's child. I've overcome these thoughts because Jesus Christ lives in me, and He is greater than any of these. I give the Lord all of my anxiety because He loves me and He will heal my broken heart. I put my hope and trust in Jesus alone. Do you see how you can take verses of Scripture and actually turn them into a declaration dealing with the trouble, the issue, the fear, whatever it is that you're dealing with that is so trenched in your brain and you need to go a different way with it so you can live instead of feeling that negative death sentence that's in your brain, you can do this by creating a declaration. Well, let me share our second one with you. The second thing that I dealt with so terribly in the midst of the trauma because of my husband's affair was body image issues. Now, ladies, I probably can hear some of you screaming out loud, that's me, that's me, that's me. Because when our husbands have had an affair, that's one of the biggest issues we deal with is body image. So what did I do? I went to God's Word, and I actually started looking up verses that deal with body image issues, poor body image and low self-esteem issues. And I found a few. One was Psalm 139, 14. For you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Ephesians 2, 10. For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things He planned for us long ago. A few more verses that I will just reference here, and you can go back to and look up for yourself, was 1 Corinthians 6, 19-20, 1 Timothy 4, 8, 1 Samuel 16, 7, and Genesis 1, 26 and 27. From these verses, 
I created a declaration to help me when I'm dealing with a body image issue or low self-esteem. And it goes like this. God created me fearfully, wonderfully, and beautifully. He did not make a mistake, so I am not a mistake. My body is a temple of the Holy Spirit, which means my body is something God holds precious, beautiful, and wonderful. The Lord looks at who I really am, not just what I look like, but who I am at the heart. My heart is His, and I seek after Him. I am made in His image, which is glorious, splendid, majestic, and amazing. I am beautiful because God made me that way. You see, beautiful, these are two powerful declarations that speak directly to the trauma of the betrayal that has plagued me for many years. And these statements create a brand new pathway in my brain. And they lead to hope, they lead to healing, and they lead to peace. And for me, that is where I want to hang out. So what about you? What new neuropathway do you need to create in your brain? Are you dealing with fear? Body image issues? Low self-esteem? Is it anger? Is it doubt? Is it trust? What is it? Because whatever you're dealing with, you can find scriptures that can help you and take those and create your own declaration. And every time you get triggered or the thoughts seem to be running amok, you can take those declarations and you can start to verbalize them out loud. Put them on notepads. Put them on the notes section of your phone, wherever you need to house them. But keep them really readily available the next time you need them. And speak them out loud. Or even say them to yourself as many times as you need to. But the more you do this, beautiful, the more you will dig a brand new trench in your brain that leads you to the truth. And the truth is what sets us free from the trauma, from the betrayal. So beautiful, I hope you take time during this holiday season to maybe sit back, grab your favorite latte, cup of coffee, glass of wine, and really work on this exercise for yourself because you're worth it. And I would love to hear how these declarations are working for you. Below in the show notes, I've got my speak pipe where you can leave me a message. And I would love to hear your testimony and feature it on my one of my next upcoming episodes so that it also offers other women hope and healing in the midst of their journey. And if you have a question for me, you can leave it there as well because I'd love to hear from you. But beautiful, I want to wish you a very, very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Will you hear from me again before then? Of course you will. But I still want to wish you the same because you deserve a happy holiday. And if you'd love to find out more techniques to help you during the holidays, make sure to go below in the show notes and click on Join Beauty Beyond Betrayal Sisterhood my free community. I've got a mini course in there just for you. It's there through December 31st. You can tap into it and you can find out different techniques to help you during the holidays. Beautiful. Thank you for listening today. 
and I can't wait to speak to you again soon on our next episode. Cheers to you. Thanks for stopping by today and spending a little while with me. I hope you enjoyed today's show and found hope, healing, and encouragement. Please remember to subscribe to my podcast and leave a review. You can even screenshot this episode and share it on IG or Facebook stories. This is how we get the message of hope and healing out to all women who are in the midst of betrayal and loss. If you're ready to move out of the devastation of betrayal and take the next step in your healing, make sure to reach out to me and schedule your breakthrough coaching call today. Until next time, love God, live your life passionately, and always choose joy in the midst of any circumstance that you may face. Cheers to you, beautiful.